Ciao, amigos and amigas. This is Nick with Bold Perceptions, the podcast that focuses on raw and uncut positive energy from different perspectives around the world. Our mission is to connect the doers. And today, myself, Nick, and Jake go into something that's been on my mind. It has to do with the highs and the lows of living outside of your comfort zone in a lens through solo traveling, which I have been doing a lot of in the past year and a half. And I think it is a quick way to live outside of your comfort zone. So you get to experience many different things. And I try to relate this to anyone living outside of their comfort zone, not necessarily through solo traveling, but what you learn how you grow, how you see things, the perspectives, and life, human nature, biology. It gets pretty interesting. It's something that's been on my mind a lot recently because of what I go through doing this. So I hope you enjoy it. Jake does a good job of peeling back the layers and getting me to open up, be a little (laughs) vulnerable. So I hope you very much enjoy it, and I hope you live outside of the comfort zone become the person you want to be it hurts there's a lot of pain but it's good it's good pain that's the perspective it's not a hopelessness feeling you are living and with living comes highs and ecstasy and pain and growth and lows so enjoy it ciao ciao jacoby as you can see i'm on this rooftop of the Airbnb, the neighbors are playing a little music, so you might be able to hear it in the background. It's a freaking sweet vibe. It's called the Jungle, Airbnb Jungle. Um, I love the guy. He's great. You know, he's got the record player going in the morning, a um, bunch of artwork, you know, quite the character, speaks some English. There's a pet turtle, even, on top of the roof and a stray cat that comes around. So I'm on the top right now. You know, I can see the old Palermo buildings. I'm in Sicily, and, you know, it's it's a hell of a vibe, Jake. Hell of a vibe. Looks like it. I like that. Look, it kind of has, like, a classical backdrop. You kind of look like you're in older architecture. Looks beautiful. This is so, at the Airbnb you're at right now, is the guy that you're paying to stay there, does he actually live in the house? Is he living with you, or does he just manage it? Yep, he's um, here in a different room. There's like two other rooms, two French girls here. I think I saw someone else one time. It's a big apartment. Um, I got my little uh, bedroom in the corner with my own door. It's fantastic. And uh, he bought this place. It's right next to the Central Train Station. Beautiful location. Bought it for 80,000 euros and put 30,000 euros into it, and it's a place I could live in. I mean, it's gorgeous. Obviously, I wouldn't want to have all these roommates, not too many, but, I mean, you can't beat this location and then this vibe up here. I'm telling you, Jake, it's it's a beautiful vibe, but today, this is what I want to talk about. So, as you can see from your screen, and you're probably like, damn, this is so cool, like, you know, and, and I love it. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong, I love it, but as we've been talking in the group chat, and maybe it's my travel fatigue going on about two months of constantly going. Um, it's not all roses and dandelions traveling, especially solo traveling. Jake, we've talked a lot about it. And I want to 
I want you to peel me back because you're good at getting in depth with these conversations. And I'm not trying to be woe is me, right? Because I love my life and I love what I do. But I think there's a lot of correlation or a lot of, uh, it's like a metaphor for living outside of the comfort zone that we talk about nonstop. That's what this solo travel life is. And with that out of the comfort zone, you know, you get crazy highs and then also very, very um, lows. I think they are perspective though, and as how you see them and how you change your mindset and make them be more growth, not a low, you're growing as a person. But that was a pretty good intro, wasn't it, Jake? Yeah, definitely. Um, and so the reason I also wanted to do this with you today and really hear your perspective on it is because, as you know, I want to start getting into this lifestyle. And so I think it'd just be also beneficial for me to hear your answers. So I want to start with what drew you into this lifestyle? I mean, it's not easy to get up and move to last year. It was Copenhagen, correct? To play football. What, how, why, what? What drew you to it? Why, why leave the U.S.? Yeah, good question. Um, I really didn't have no urge because I was starting a business with my father after college. And then I, he kind of pushed me because it was online so I can work online, which is fantastic. And it was basically, hey, you might not get opportunities like this. And, you know, life's still going to go on. So, you know, go for it. But it was definitely Klaus Elming that really pushed me. He's uh, We had him on the podcast a while ago. It was the first bio you wrote. He's kind yep. of a celebrity in Copenhagen. He's like, Nick, you got to come here. Like, I'll show you the, you know, a great time. And, and um, so I did it. And then the whole solo traveling and, and going about it, Des really pushed me, who I started this podcast with. Um, I'll tell you what, what I think really got me addicted to it is when I was in Copenhagen and I was seeing uh, this girl kind of, and we booked a trip to Paris and it was gonna be so romantic and so cool and, and lots of fun, right? And long story short, I got ditched before I went. So I'm like, oh, I got the plane ticket, let's do it, you know, and never really traveled solo. Well, I did for sports, but you know, a regular solo trip in the in a whole brand new world with uh, language barriers and and whatnot, and I loved it. I had an unbelievable time in Paris, and I was actually there right before the Notre Dame, Notre Dame fire, and that was a crazy experience. And then after that, I just like you feel like I said many times, alive, really alive, and learn and grow. But yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah, and so kind of want to get into the solo traveling because. Personally, I've never really been a traveler, so the thought of going to a new place by myself at this time, I just don't have a lot of confidence in. So for someone like me, and if I were to ask, you know, I'm going to Bologna by myself here, what is something that a solo traveler should do first to get into the city and get to the field and kind of make themselves comfortable? Good question. I... Um... I think like what you're trying to do with me is go with someone who's done it to kind of show you the ropes and then get cut loose for sure. I didn't really do that though. Cause I got thrown into the fire in Paris and I loved it and it was fantastic. But you know, like Joey Hanel said in the episode, book the ticket and just go and, and, and see what happens. And that's the best part about this stuff is it's an adventure. 
it's a it's a constant adventure and, and that's why i want to get into this stuff is it's yeah it's an adventure and yeah you're in brand new environments and perspectives and and your energy's high and everything's new and everything's creative but you know you're also dead alone you're also in a place where not many people speak your language you can't uh go go to your friend on on the weekends um you know you got to put yourself out there big time otherwise you're going to be lonely sitting watching netflix and there's there's a lot of uh, things, but like I've been saying, you just grow. Like I've grown so much as a person um, from Copenhagen and then from living in Italy. You obviously, like you said, don't really have the confidence to do it on your own, but that's what you get from it too. You're like, shit, if I can survive and thrive in uh, a random place around the world with nobody, just uh, the clothes on my back, my little backpack, and then I do the little traveling suitcase too. Like what, what can't you do? You know what I mean? So you really kind of get that, that boost of, you know, oh, I'm I'm a independent solo traveler. So where where do you meet these people? How do you create these connections in these cities so you're not alone? You're not just you know hanging out with yourself. Yeah, uh, luckily with the the visas I get, um, you meet teammates in football, which helps out a ton. Uh, in uh, Copenhagen, I had Klaus, which was fantastic. He was very kind to me but when i start going to say sophie bulgaria or her um vienna austria um on the street or uh, tinders and and all that which you know obviously those get a bad rep in the, in the states but they are very good for uh traveling you meet a lot of people beforehand you go or when you're there um, i know a lot of other solo travels and they talk about this in a ton of other podcasts you know hostels if you go in a hostel there's a ton of solo travelers and they're like, hey come with me and and let's roll and you now you meet a lot of people but big thing i do is i, I network in the street <laughs> go up to people and and talk and that's a whole whole different thing to how do you get across the language barrier there if they don't speak english and you just go up to them on the street how do they understand you how do you get your point across and then how do you develop a relationship with the person well they say 90 percent of language is uh, body language right um but a lot of broken english or for the most part they can understand you english so it's not you know a lot of younger people either can speak like in copenhagen they all spoke english right but even italy if you're younger they can at least understand you you learn to speak much slower which helps and gets to the point but um no i mean yeah like the old people so you're in the the um coffee shop and you got to like point with your hands or you know google translate we have google translator which is fantastic so obviously obviously everything gets much slower but it's still very easy to talk um you know not necessarily with language or uh, speaking you know i've had amazing times with people where it's just like a vibe you know <laughs> Have you noticed that these relationships are almost more intense than compared to relationships in the States because you have to break that barrier. You're working together. It's like a teamwork type thing to communicate with one another. And then also to go off that, you're traveling from city to city. So after you meet these people, you may only know them for a few days and then you're gone, never see them again. So what are these relationships like compared to your relationships back in the States? Yeah, this is so. This is what I want to get into. So, I, I think I've said in other podcasts, you're free, right? 
You can be um, your total complete self or, you know, some people, whoever the hell they want to be, right? So when that happens, and I, on a talent one, I talked about this, is it creates like an instant connection, right? Because there's no real mask you're putting on. Because, for example, if you're living in a city or you're at a job that you're probably going to be there for a while, you can't say whatever the hell you want or you can't be whoever you want because it might result in a bad relationship or, or something bad and you got to deal with that person for the next five years, right? So people put these masks on to like make communities work, to make society work, to make their workplace work. But out here, you know, even with the locals, they know you're going to be gone. So that brings out their realness too, right? And this is good and it's bad. It's good because you get these intense relationships you know, out the gate and they're like, like bubble. It's like a little love adventure bubble. And, you know, you like it and, and a couple things can happen. You really like it and you're like, damn, like I want to spend more time with you. Right. Like, um, but you're not, you got to go, you're, you're moving, you're, you're rolling and we'll, we'll get to like how you deal with that and stuff. So that that's tough, but you're creating relationships. So, um, passionately, in such a short amount of time that it's uh it's like you you live a like 20 years in a, in a year you know what i mean with yeah. these kind of relationships it's not just like oh Susie and and joe blow at the bar and you you chat them up and then you, you you're not held down by nothing here because you you really don't care like oh if, you know you do care if you make a bad impression or something but you're not going to see them again but then here's the the other side of the piece is then you get to really see human nature, right? And that's not always pretty. You know, when people take off their mask and you get to see kind of how the real world works and real social dynamics, it's reality. It's a, it's a slap in the face. You know, how, how some people treat you or, you know, you meet a lot of different characters, a lot of, you know, crazy people and, and that's kind of um, makes you, um, what's that word when you, you start getting pessimistic or, or. Um, yeah, pessimistic. Yeah, or you're just like, damn, like, are you kind of on edge and, and all that? But it's interesting because, like well, you said. Too, what, what do you, what do you, what are you seeing that's so much different with where you're seeing this side of human nature that you don't see? If I like, for example, if I'm just going to work every day and coming back, going to the grocery store, like what difference are you seeing in humanity when you're traveling to these places and really seeing individuals with their masks off compared to if I just go to work, the grocery store and back? Uh, just a lot more selfish nature. There's a lot of very nice people. You have fantastic times. But I think like all the good parts, this is the highs and lows of this, right? You see all the amazing things about people and then you see all the terrible things about people because the mask is off. So, you know, they screw you over. Or they try stealing from you or, um, have you know. Have you had that happen before? Have you personally had an interaction like that where somebody tried to take advantage of you because they knew that you're in a place you're unfamiliar with and so they thought they had a leg up? Like, So have you been taken advantage of in these situations or have you just seen it firsthand? No, they've never gotten me. I think they've tried, but no, I've never gotten got. Um, but hold on, let me go. I was gonna go back to that thing where we talked about these like really p 
powerful relationships and then you're gone, right? And then it's over. And I think a couple of them you do stay in contact with, but it's also like, you know, when am I ever going to see you again? When When is this going to happen? And the more you go through it, the easier it is to get over it. But then there comes that point too, where you're the, the jaded side of you is when you're meeting new people, you're like, damn, you know, like this is it, you know? And like, I remember I was sitting at a, um, a bar thing outside the other day with a group of people and uh, we were drinking and I was just sitting there. You know, what's crazy. The song lonely by Akon came on. I'm so lonely. <laughs> right. And I'm just sitting, yeah. I'm just sitting there like, fuck. Like, this is, I'm never going to probably see these people again. Like, this, but, and that's the thing. You got to enjoy it, right? You got to put it in your head. But then you start getting a little, you know, jaded because it's like, damn, you know, you, all you really got is yourself. You got people back home and whatnot. But, it, I mean, there's times where you're all alone walking home at one o'clock in the morning. And then there's times you're walking the street with a, a, a Russian model in Italy going to the beach and you're like, what the fuck? And it, that's what I'm saying. Like these highs and these lows. And the whole idea though is, okay, what is this trying to tell me? Or what am I getting out of this? And how can I change these perspectives from, no, this isn't a low. You're, you're in Palermo, a beautiful city in Sicily, seeing new things, experiencing new things. You know, you're not lonely. You're, you're growing. And that's what, you kind of every of these solo travelers have these kind of moments where they start thinking different things. Interesting. So give me a second. Let me try to word this. So basically, it's almost like you have so many of these just like intense moments throughout you know a month. Where compared to for me, I would have those moments maybe once every few weeks, once a month. But you're having them consistently each day. And so do you think it takes a toll on you, these highs and lows? Or do you think that's what's keep pushing you to stay in this lifestyle? Because it is such a high and low. And people do, like for me, example, I got addicted to the highs and lows sort of of the drug life. And it's not the same, but you're still dealing with these really high highs and then these really low lows. So does that discourage you at all or is that keeping you going? That's good stuff. Yeah, like it is like drugs, like getting hits. And, um, no, I think it does push you. Like it really does to keep pushing you to, to, to see more and, and, and do more. And that's a good metaphor. That is you're chasing the highs and, and you get burnt out like you on drugs and yeah. you know, you get, you see the cold reality, like the shit you seen when you were on the lows or, or, you know, scrapping for any sort of drugs, you know, doing bad things. And, uh, yeah, that's a good point, but I don't see. I think it's. I don't more think so. that's, and I don't think it has like the lows don't have as much of a detrimental effect on you as like the drug lows do, but it's still that mental where you're at mentally, and that can have an effect on you because I mean, if you're in a bad spot mentally, you really have to harness and control your own energy and make sure you're not giving too much of it or too little of it. It sounds like. Yeah, hundred percent to like the to the right people or who, who you're giving your energy to and and whatnot. God, you said a good point. I was gonna say something about. Um, no, it's like the comfort zone thing. So it's not like a detrimental low. It's a a pain, a growing pain. Like you're in the weight room, and you gotta hit that last set, and it hurts. But once you lift it off, 
then you flood it with endorphins and you feel good and it, it's uh good to the next day and whatnot and that's like here it's like if you start feeling mopey and all that then you're gonna it's gonna carry that momentum over but if you're just like hey it's the game it is what it is like move on go to the Go to the next de destination. Uh, say hi to someone on the street. Be kind. Uh, stay disciplined. Do your things in the morning. Um, it's it's really like a, like a rubber band, right? You're stretching yourself every freaking day. Your brain's hyper aware with all this new stuff, all these new people, all these new experiences, um, uh, and, and and it's constantly making you grow. You're not sedentary. Sedentary? That's a word, right? You're not um, you know in a settling spot. And I was talking to some some people about it and it's like it's not um a sad feeling or 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 getting screwed over or all alone it's um it's a feeling of of growth i keep coming back to that. i had a better word for it but it's not like a oh shit i'm at home doing nothing you know maybe maybe have a girlfriend i don't really like maybe in a mortgage for 30 years Maybe I don't like my dead end job. It's not like a hopelessness feeling. Know what I mean? It's a uh, yeah. It's almost. Is it almost like a kind of? I, I get what you mean. It's almost like a not a dread, but okay. Um, there was something else I wanted you're to live, add. You're living on the edge, constantly pushing yourself every day, and obviously that's that Big causes trouble. burnouts. That causes stress. That causes a lot of different things but all that usually does mean is is growing you're growing like like if i wouldn't have gotten stood up by that girl in paris i would have never started solo traveling i would want to go with a friend or make sure i was going to go with someone and that made me do this and there's been other things that have happened that kept pushing me to do more and see more and meet more people and experience more so it's okay. pushing you right it's and then some people like that setback just stop them and say fuck it you know i'm done and this isn't just with solo traveling this is like anything outside of your comfort zone the creating the business, um, you know, putting your art out there, working out. There comes points, you know, the little graph of success where you're going boom, 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 and and setback after setback and how you see that low. You know, I got to see these lows as, holy shit, you know, this is beautiful. This is amazing. Like, I'm not, I'm not alone. I'm not sad. I mean, I'm living. This is living. You know what I mean? Not like, oh, I'm lonely and all that stuff. But it's just kind of your perspective. This huh? girl didn't like me back. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just really is your perspective on the small picture and the big picture. Um, have you noticed, too, I was thinking about this yesterday, just about how fast time moves. And it's, it's been mind-blowing to me since the lockdown, how fast time has been moving. I've said it a few times. But I just thought yesterday, I was sitting i was like i don't take enough time to just sit back and appreciate and be grateful for what i have and who i have in my life and before you know it some of those people might be out of your life like i'm not as close to the people i was in college now and this life moves fast and i think it's a great analogy to travel because you're always on the move these relationships are coming and going people are coming and going has this made you more appreciative of the little moments of each day are you not taken for granted as much as you may have before 100 percent, and that's the thing when you're with these people and those little love adventure bubbles for a day or you know instead of getting sad when the akon lonely song comes out and be like fuck it i'm never seeing these people again 
usually you're taking it in, like enjoying this. And this is an experience and you know you're not going to see them again. So you're, you're giving everything, right? And you're going into the thing fully. And like you said, you, you think time has been moving fast. I mean, I've been on the go for two months and I've, I think it's been forever, you know, because yeah. like I'm taking each day in. But you said it perfectly. This traveling, it does make you appreciate things. It does make you live in the now. But it's like um, that, that hyper awareness that you're like, holy shit, you don't have comfort. That's a good thing here. You, like back at home, you can go home with your, your mom and dad and you watch Netflix and, you know, meet up with people and you have your friends and you have like a safety net comfort out here. You're living off dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, and you're going high to high. There's no real comfort, you know, when you're when you're solo traveling and and doing these things and humans need oxytocin. That's comfort, right? That's the, the cuddle drug and and all that. And we need um, you know, we thrive off human inter- interaction and, and building relationships and, and all that. And I think when you're constantly outside of your comfort zone and constantly pushing yourself, you don't have much of that. So how do you get the balance? That's a big thing. And I think, you know, the mini relationships and, and, uh, you know, FaceTiming your friends back home is, is great. Cause like anything, if you're working out nonstop, you're going to burn out. If you're doing music nonstop, you're going to burn out, lose creativity. So you got to mix in the comfort, but like you said, a lot of people get addicted to comfort. They get addicted to the oxytocin. They get addicted to going to the same bar with the same dudes and and uh, doing their work schedule, wa- watching Fox News, CNN, um, throwing on Netflix, getting fat, not working out. So they get addicted to that. And that comfort to me is quicksand. That's yeah. where that's where you get to the hopelessness feeling, and that's the scary feeling because that's not pain of growth. That's like, what the fuck? Where did my life go? Like you said, time's moving fast. Shit, Jake, you're you're 24, good-looking dude. You don't want time to move fast, right? No. Yeah, and that's why yes, it was yesterday. I just was, I had an epiphany, and I was just like, time is flying. Because I'm thinking about going to Mexico with you. I'm, we're planning on going to Mexico here within the next few months. And so I was just thinking, like, we're I don't know what's gonna happen in life after that. I hope it leads to me more traveling. But that just made me realize, like, if that is my plan, to really appreciate the people. And the relationships I have in my life right now and make the most of them. So I think that part of the travel aspect that really living in the now and the present, it sounds just like, like you said, it's a, it's a life hack. It's, it's like, it's a way to cheat life almost. Right. Yeah. And that's what I've been getting to the, the points too, about it's not all roses and dandelions too. Like you need balance in life. And, um, it's it's not the end all be all answer to it. Know what I mean? Right. Like, Basically, I'm saying I'm not just gonna magically become super happy if I start traveling. Like I still have to take care of myself, take care of my responsibilities, and work on myself. There's a quote, and a lot of people say this. Like Tim Ferriss, he traveled around the world a long time before he wrote that uh, four hour work week and after. And uh, Vagabonding by Ralph Potts, the art of long term travel is traveling enhances all the shit you're feeling. Know what I mean? It doesn't just magically make it go away. So if you feel some certain way about this, like everything gets enhanced, kind of like uh, when they say someone gets money and stuff or, or if you're drunk and whatnot. So like if you're feeling uh, no purpose at home, you know, travel might be a quick little Band-Aid, but it's going to make it go way more when you go uh, into it further. You know what I mean? Or if you feel 
it, it enhances all this shit. And then you got to deal with it. So you got to make sure you deal with your problems where you're at and then you can get on the traveling for sure. But yeah, I had another point, but talk to me. Uh, there's another thing I want to talk about. You're like, here's the biggest thing. No, oh, this is what I got. This is what I remembered. We talked about it in living in the now with, uh, <laughs> Anastasia when she was living in Paris, being a model, had everything she wanted and she wasn't happy. Right. And that's, that's a big thing with this. Some people think, Oh, I'm going to go travel. If I have money, I'll be happy. But literally, and like I'm talking about right now, I'm living outside the comfort zone. I'm doing all this fun stuff and, and all that. But every once in a while, you know, you're like, what the fuck? You know, because the happiness doesn't come from all this external stuff. You know what I mean? It, and it comes from within. And it's nothing outside of the external world is going to solve all your issues. Maybe it's a Band-Aid. Maybe it's a Band-Aid for a little bit. I mean, you keep saying how much you this forces you to grow. And what has been the biggest area of growth that you've seen in yourself from living this travel lifestyle and putting yourself out of the comfort zone? Good question. Confidence. Um, you said you can go somewhere and, and thrive. I mean, what can't you do? Know what I mean? You can build relationships, do all that, um, uh, work, and uh, my fashion's improved. Uh, I, I, I look really good. I'm, I stay disciplined with my intermittent fasting. Um, I think your social skills become crazy, but I think you're you're more the growth is you're not settling you're not in a routine um and doing the same old shit and you're you're seeing who you are right and and what you're made out of and and every day is an adventure right and you put in your head like this is on me nobody else i gotta i gotta go and do it i gotta go the independence, the self-reliance, the the history you learn about, the cultures you learn about, you feel like you're an uh, international man of mystery, <laughs> that kind of stuff. That kind of forces you to take responsibility and own your shit from what it sounds like. Nobody else is responsible if you're over there. You have to make it. You have to get to point A to B. You have to survive. Nobody else can do it for you. No. Yeah. And that that is like... We talk about the successful jocks episode coming out. Like, what does it mean to be a man and accountability? And, and yeah, I mean, your shoulders turn back when it's you. You know what I mean? When you're not relying on your social circle to have fun. When you're not relying on, uh, you know, your uh, gym club friends and, and all that. Like, you know, you're not relying on your family to, to hold your hand and, and make you happy and yeah, that's definitely the growth factor is you become an independent person. That's what they all talk about where, you know, what is independence and what is accountability and and who is responsible for your life? It's you. And that goes into happiness. Who's responsible for your happiness? It's not the government. It's not Joe Blow over there. It's not your friends, not your girlfriend, not your mom and dad, not Jesus, not Gandhi or any one of those people. It's you. It's going to come down to you. And that's definitely the growth factor with the solo traveling and the, and the highs and the lows and the highs and the lows just force you to get to that point quicker. And my whole freaking point about this thing, and I've been trying to explain it in a smart way to a couple people on the phone and then you guys and now um, on the podcast is like there's a difference between growth pain 
in this roller coaster of life and being outside the comfort zone and a hopelessness feeling where you're oh, I'm stuck and and you you give up your freedom you give up your life to someone else you blame it on on the government you blame it on your mortgage you blame it on your stupid job and your boss you blame it on the girl that broke your heart that's blame, the point of this not what I mean like your your highs and lows is on you mhm yeah that's uh that's great is there anything else that uh you really wanted to touch on through this and i just want to say something too about you and because you were back you were in copenhagen playing football you came back for a few months and then you went back to italy i saw a complete like 180 and how you were at the end of the time here in minnesota you're just like restless antsy kind of like just seemed bored and lost like a lost puppy almost and then when you got back into uh the travel you just by talking to you over the phone texting your your attitude your enthusiasm everything just kind of did a 180 back to how you were when you were in Copenhagen yeah and that's on me too I wasn't a lost puppy you freaking in <laughs> but 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 I'll tell you what it is that that's on me because you can still live outside the comfort zone you know back home I was getting too busy in a routine working and then going to work out and not going to a museum not taking a road trip not um doing things that would go to a salsa class go do cooking classes like something that would get me out of my comfort zone i was getting into comfort right so maybe there was a lost puppy because i was oh i'm i'm fine and you know this is okay but you weren't pushing yourself right and that's the whole message of this podcast is like get the fuck out of the comfort zone it's gonna there's pain but you got to look at the pain as growth you got to switch your perspective to like oh damn this is actually amazing and life is freaking fantastic and this is only making me a better person and then you get the freaking highs and like i said you you get addicted to the highs and you get addicted to seeing oh my god what more can i do what more can i see what you know all the crazy shit i've told you like yeah. that that's the point of this too but i think also you realize like how capable you actually are like how much potential you really do have and what you can do in this world because you're not just bogged down and knocked down and so it's that's yeah that's Excellent. a great point. That is that is what I'm addicted to. That is the scene. Oh my God! How far can I push this thing? How much can I go? You know how? <laughs> yes, that is a hundred percent point. Because like when I was, like you said back home, it's you get addicted to oxytocin. You get addicted to comfort, and that's where you get the hopelessness feeling. That's the feeling that you get sometimes. You talk about where you're just like, oh my God, what am I doing? My life's going so fast. You know, did I do this yet? Do I do that? You start comparing to everyone else, and that's the worst feeling ever. And that's a whole different feeling to the pain of being out of the comfort zone. Because the pain of the comfort zone, you look at it as growth. You don't look at it as loneliness. You don't look at it as sadness. Oh, woe is me and this and that. You're like, damn, I am growing. And then you hit the next high. And you're like, holy fuck, I love this. What was I ever thinking? That happens to me a lot. I, uh, if I ever have these, these, these feelings when I'm on the road or I'm going, I'll be at night like, damn, you know, you're sitting all by yourself on this terrace. Maybe you're smoking a cigar and... And maybe your girlfriends aren't texting you back and you have no friends in this city. And you're just like, damn, you know, should I go back home and people and I'll, I'll have my friends. And then you wake up in the morning like, fuck, yes, I am free. I got my whole life in my own hands and I can do whatever the hell I want. That's a great feeling. Have you noticed that you have almost become better friends with yourself? Like you're a lot, you're fine with hanging out with yourself. Like you enjoy your own company. You don't mind sitting out on the terrace at night by yourself smoking a cigar? Well, I've always been like a lone wolf, but yeah. um, 
So definitely, you. I love being by myself. But like I've said previously in this episode, humans need relationships and oxytocin too. Like, so you, you have to have a balance. Like, I'm not a hermit, and I don't think that's good for anyone's mental health. Like we saw in the quarantine, people were going freaking crazy, right? But um, no, yeah, you definitely, you you love yourself, and you can definitely be by yourself and do. It's great for people because I know a lot of people that literally cannot be by themselves, and I always never had a problem with that. But that is good for people to to travel alone to to find out because you find out about yourself how cliche it is. That used to be me. Could never be alone. Always had to be hanging out with someone. And it was finally after I got sober, whereas it's like okay, you know, I do actually enjoy hanging out with myself. And now I don't mind if I spend a Friday night alone. You know, it is it is what it is. So I just wanted to get your perspective on that. But uh, I feel like we've got a lot of really good stuff here so far. Uh, is there anything else that you want to touch on? No, just basically trying to drill the point into the people listening to this because a big message we talk about is outside of the comfort zone. And I tried relating um, what I go through through the solo traveling and, you know, crazy stuff to that and the the pain of growth versus the feeling of hopelessness. There's that quote what was it, Muhammad Ali, um, something about regret lasts a lifetime, pain lasts uh, moments, whatever. That's perfectly sums it up. It does. Because, you know, some people get at points where they're just like, oh, my God, it's not going to change. And then they drop out and they look back like, wow, I was such a pussy. Or my, my mood switched in two days. You know what I mean? So catch yourself. You know, is, is it a hopeless feeling right now when you're, when you're going to the karate class to learn karate? Or is it a pain of embarrassment and growth pain? Check what pain and sadness and shit you have inside of you and then make some decisions. Because if it's a hopeless thing, you need you got big problems, but if it's the pain of growth, then you're good and keep freaking rolling. Keep rolling. I'm not saying the hopelessness is like wrong. Some people like being, you know, doing the settling thing and, and all that. It's just not me. But if you are anxious and you want to venture and you want to reach your full potential, if you have that hopelessness feeling, you gotta reevaluate things. And I think this right now. I think a lot of our listeners are a little bit younger, 20s. And so I think right now in your life is the perfect time to do it. You don't have the family. You don't have the responsibilities. You're, most of us aren't into you know our job that we're going to do for the rest of our careers. With the way the world's going right now, hopefully the borders start opening up. That's the only thing holding people back. But right now, I'm, I'm going in October. It's the perfect time to do it. You just got to kind of say... What, what, what did Joey Hanel say? Just buy the ticket. And that's what I finally it's, did. It's not just that. Sorry to interrupt you. It's not just traveling. It's writing your book. It's going to be a dancer. You want to be a dancer. It's going to talk to girls. It's going to uh, build your podcast. The podcast has so much thing with this, how it started. You know, you think this is pain of, of doing this and you think people are thinking about you and oh my god what am i doing right no that's pain of growth that's not a hopelessness feeling of always wanting to start a podcast you never fucking did it so you always look back thinking oh my god i would have been caller daddy and got paid you know a million dollars an episode type thing right so that's not just travel jake it's not just that it's the comfort zone thing so start fucking doing what you want to do and don't have that hopelessness feeling yeah take control of your life now it's a good time this is now this okay. It actually is a great time to take control of your life right now. You're just getting everything shut down. The news sucks. Don't worry about that. And that you've helped me a ton with that recently. 
is not immersing myself so much into the news. Like, what good is that going to do me? I know it's it's important, but to an extent, it does. You can't make that your whole life, and that's really helped me lately. Is just focus on yourself, take care of your own shit, and the world kind of gives back to you what you give out to it. Well, we talked about Jake. That that became some of your identity. And what it was trying to show was an excuse to not do what the fuck you want to do and reach your potential because you were too busy worrying about this and putting your focus on there. I told you, like, that's what, what was happening with that. That's a lot of people because it's easier to to moan and cry about weird stuff that you can't control and blame everyone else for not reaching your potential, not doing what the hell you want to do. Yeah, that's a good point. Instead of focusing on my own problems, I was focused on the world's problems. And just so everyone knows, I'm not trying to be a motivational guy and do all that. I'm... I want to be able to listen to this back when I ever have a bad night and be like, okay, s- shut up, Nick. Let's go. Get down to business. But, you know, this is just, this is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm trying to say for you and for me, if you get something from it, that's freaking fantastic. Get outside the comfort zone. I'm telling you, it's, that's the best. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trade a thing in my life from uh, – I've, I've done a lot of weird shit outside the comfort zone my whole life. But this traveling and, and all that, all the pain has been 110% worth it. And you, last question, you want to keep this lifestyle going for a while? You're enjoying it that much? Like you said, I want to see, I want to see what I can do, what potential I can reach. Well, so, yeah. Well, that's awesome. I think this is a good podcast, um, especially even like just for me, hearing what you're saying. So hopefully it resonates with people out there as well. Um, so thank you for sharing. It was fun. I got a little open. Some people have been asking, like, Nick, how about you open up some more? I'm, I'm, I'm hard to be vulnerable, guys, okay? It's yeah, tough to I'm spilling out my sobriety, all my issues, and just got a big tough guy, Nick. I don't got any well, problems. You, you motivated me. You motivated me posting the photo of your bruised up, bloodied face in the hospital. Like, so if you can put yourself out there like that, maybe I can put myself a little more out on this, on this podcast. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. You were, you were honest. It was, it was raw, real. So thank you. All right, until next time, join the community, contact us, share the episode. Ciao, ciao.